welcome to episode 199 of the Walking Through Games podcast, where Clint walks Mark through games. I'm Mark. I'm Clint. And we are back for another week. How you doing, man? I'm all right. How you doing? I'm doing very, very good. Very good. I, uh, it's been a bit cold this week, but, you know. Um, oh, yeah. Modern life, keeping well, it real. As we say, been getting lots show. of free games, all the free games they're giving away. Yeah, all it's the true. I'm never going to play, but you know, that's nah, all right. Well, as we were saying before the show, I'm a bit sicky, so if I sniffle, I'm sorry in advance to yeah, the listeners. Well, I said the same thing. I've been a, bit, a little bit algae. I don't think I'm quite as bad as you, but you know, I'll try and uh, good times. Away from lots the of mic. nasal voices going today. Yeah, exactly. All right, sweet. What have you been playing this week, man? You playing anything good? I did. I played and beat something, and obviously. Cool. Just to start with, I've been playing The Last of Us 2. Oh, yeah. Well, that's Part awesome. And you said you were going to, so that's fun. Yeah, pretty exciting. It's awesome. I won't talk too much about it now. Oh, I'm it hoping, I reckon I should beat it by next episode, hopefully. Cool. Uh, that's so that'll awesome. Be a good one for 200. At least it'll be a cool game to talk about. Yeah, totally, totally. And 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 it's the it thing at the moment. Um, I So, I'll talk about this first, and then I'll talk about what I beat. So... I've been playing it, so when I started it, I hadn't looked at any, I hadn't watched any trailers, I haven't watched any gameplay, I haven't read oh, anything. Oh, really? I thought you wouldn't have been able to avoid a trailer for it. Nah, man. Every time it came up in my feed, news feed and stuff, I just scrolled straight past it. Because <laughs> I wanted to go in blind. Awesome. I wanted to yeah, go into cool. it fresh and just not knowing what's going on. And Yeah, that's cool, man. It as From what I've played so far, totally worth it. Awesome. So, yeah, very excited to get more into it. Cool, man. I'm probably That's about oh, about four or five hours in, I reckon, now. Sweet. Yeah, yeah so I picked cool. it up. I picked it up on Saturday, but I didn't actually start playing it till like, Sunday afternoon. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I'm getting there, but I'm pretty excited. It's it's quite good so far. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, cool, man. Uh, so, other than that, I played and beat Assassin's Creed Rogue Remastered. On oh, cool. The PS4. You'd, you'd spent a bit of time on that, right? No, I had never played it. So we. Oh, okay. I, had you mentioned it to me? Oh, I may have. Because it was a. Mm. Uh, well, it did come out as news because it got released as a double. Ah, oh, okay. Double game on the Switch. Yeah. As a new thing. So you got um, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag and Assassin's Creed Rogue mm. remastered as a double game on Switch. Yeah, cool. So the reason that they got that they came out together is because uh, they're the games where you get a boat and it has like boat battle stuff, as well as assassiny things. Yeah, that's um, cool. Yeah, so I, I had a lot of fun with it. So it originally came out on PS3, and I remember Josh playing it back when we lived in Victoria Point. Okay. Uh, and I didn't ever, and I think he hired it. So that was back when uh, video stores were still around. <laughs> so I think he, I think he hired it from from Blockbuster. Video stores. That is a long time ago. I don't tell me about it. So yeah, I think he hired it from Blockbuster, and he had it for a week. And I think he yeah, he ended up playing it, so I didn't get around to playing it ever. Yeah, fair so enough. I ended up buying the remaster on PS4. Uh, so I finished it, gave it a four out of five. So awesome. As I've been doing now, so that's uh, so it was made by Ubisoft Sophia, 
Uh, and the general synopsis is North America, 18th century, amid the chaos and violence of the French and Indian War, Shay Patrick Cormac, a fearless young member of the Assassin Brotherhood, undergoes a dark transformation that will forever shape the future of the American colonies. Uh, so, to speak on that, the dark transformation is that he actually leaves the Brotherhood and becomes a Templar. So the oh, whole yeah. point of the Assassin's Creed games is the Assassins are trying to stop the Templars from whatever they're doing in all the other games. Mm. Whereas this game had that reverse role where he didn't believe in what the Assassins were doing and so he became a Templar. So it was really yeah. interesting going that other um, that other way and seeing that because playing all the other ones, obviously you're just trying to always stop the Templars. So it was really cool that it was something different. Yeah, I agree with Whenever uh, I think so of the, the Knights Templar, I always think of um, Broken Sword. You remember that game? Old yes, Adventure I do game? remember that game. Yeah, there's there's yeah. a, a I think new it has one. Sequels. I only remember the one. I only played the one. Yeah, well, there's a newer one out on the like recent consoles now, like PS4 and stuff. Oh, crazy! That you can buy. I think it's like number five or something like that. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Yes, I'm pretty sure I have seen ones on. PS4 and Xbox One, so I'm pretty sure there are there is one around on the new, the current consoles, current gen consoles. Yeah, nice. Uh, so I'll say that yes, it was what it was a lot of fun. Um, I pretty much played through the story. I didn't really do a lot of side mission stuff until I got to a mission, and I was probably like three quarters of the way through the game. Yeah, And I got to a mission where, because they have ones, as I said, where they vary, where you'll do like an assassin one where you have to assassinate someone. And then they'll have some ship ones where you have to go into battle with your boat and, and against other people. Yeah. Uh, and so the mission I got stuck on was one of those missions with the ship. And the thing is, the ship that I was versing was a way higher level than mine, because as you go through the game, you can actually upgrade your ship. Oh, okay. And I hadn't really been doing that because I was more focusing on the story to just play through it because mm. I wasn't really interested in the ship thing. And I got to this mission and I kept dying. I died probably about six or seven times. So I was, and it, and it's really annoying. This is the one thing that really annoyed me. When you go to the mission, like the starting mission spot, Yeah. it comes up on the screen, you should probably upgrade your ship before you start this mission. Mm. And so the first time it came up, I was like, nah, screw you. I'm not doing that. Totally. And so then I died. And I was like, yeah, I'll be right. I'll try again. Died again. So I got to the point where I was like, God damn it. So I ended up spending like nearly an entire day. <laughs> oh, seriously? Going to get... Because what you have to do is get resources. I'm doing yeah. quotation marks. Resources to upgrade your ship. So like wood and metal and stuff. And to do that, you either have to raid uh, supply points on the map or just do ship battles and take over other people's like enemy ships in the ocean yeah. and and get their resources and you don't get a lot so you might get mm. so say for example some of the some of the upgrades I had to do like to upgrade guns or whatever needed like 300 metal and when I took out a ship I got like 20 metal oh my god that's like grind the super bad grind. grind so that was That's one brutal. thing that really annoyed me and i guess to the point where i got to a point in the game where i'd done it a little bit and upgraded tiny bits and so then it wasn't as grindy because i was i was overtaking the ships and stuff really quickly yeah okay so i guess it got to the point where it did be fun eventually 
Yeah. But initially, I was just like, ugh, it's making me do this. And it reminds me of when I played Just Cause 3. Oh, yeah. And it wouldn't let me progress through the actual story mission then until I had done other grindy stuff to unlock to be able to do that. Yeah, that's really frustrating. Yeah. So, so that's my one gripe that I had where I had to actually spend time doing that Mm. before I could actually beat the game. And I probably didn't have to spend as much time as I did. Yeah. But I think then out of principle, I was like, well, I'm going to upgrade my ship as best as I can and then whoop their butts, which I did. Nice. I beat it in like three seconds. So. Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, once I got past that ship one, the rest of it was just normal gameplay and I beat it in like 15 minutes. You know what I mean? So I was close to the end, but then I spent nearly a whole day doing that ship stuff. So Mm. it just prolonged the gameplay. Yeah, sounds boring to me. Yeah, it was all right. As I said, it did get fun. Once I had upgraded it a little bit, it, it it did get more fun after that. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Cool, man. Uh, so, yeah, otherwise, that's all I've been playing, as I said, focusing now on The Last of Us 2. Uh, I kind of want to get through it before, some for some reason, I potentially may see spoilers and have it ruined. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so I kind of just want to play through it and, and, and know what happens before i see anything for it Mm. so yeah that'll be hopefully next episode that'll be what i uh cool man will have beaten yeah awesome so yeah there you go and then we got to try and do something fun we're not going to do anything fun are we nah i think it'll just be a normal episode it's like we probably could because it becomes school holidays and we might be able to find some time like but I don't know. We were talking about coming back to Maribor, actually. I don't know if it's the first weekend, so it might not be quite in time for episode 200 unless we delay the episode a bit. But like, if oh, we yeah. were coming back on like the Sunday and Monday or that. something, yeah. we actually could do something for it. We could. Well, I've got the spare room now set up with stuff, so we could potentially Well, and just... you've got your like camera switching streaming thing and everything now, too, so we could like do it live and then not we have could. to do it. We could. <laughs> After the fact. It'd probably take a little know. bit of... Uh tinkering and working it oh, out yeah, before we got bit. it but because we could just play like it'd be awesome to like just play and beat Quest not Lord. quickly but like you know like just play and beat the um Quest the classics like mario world and um Quest Quest Glory Glory. Too. we watched the yeah. speed run in 30 minutes yeah, exactly. exactly we could say totally oh, what, wasn't it 11 minutes nah i think yeah it was 11 Quest oh, was it? 11 minutes i'm oh, sure i don't it, remember anyway yeah, i think i watched it i watched a longer one i think yeah fair enough yeah Cool. All right, what's been happening in the news this week, man? Just before we go on to the news, I don't, I don't, how can it be 11 minutes? I think the one I watched, the dude said you have to wait like seven minutes in Razor just to get to the point that you know, need to I get I can to. open up my text from you, but I'm pretty sure nah, it was 11 minutes. It doesn't matter. It's fine. But yeah, I think I I, maybe it, I watched it. I sat it through the whole time. thing. Yeah, I don't know. I'll see if I can find it, man. All right. Anyway. But yeah, so we could potentially do that because I've got it on the Raspberry Pi. Yeah, I'm just singing so you can't actually, no one heard what you just said. Yeah, that's okay. Sorry, I'm just looking up in my text from you to see where. Here it is. Quest of Glory 2. Huh? Speed run. Quest of Glory 2 Trial Bosch Light. 11 minutes, 33 seconds. Oh, there you go. So you we text could, me that. We should there just follow, go. we should just follow that video play for play. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll beat it in uh, 11 minutes as well. Well, no, nah, I mean, it takes longer than 11 minutes to put our two cents in about it, though. I wouldn't it's mind true. if we had a walkthrough and we just read the walkthrough. And, but I don't even need a walkthrough, I reckon. I reckon I can beat that game in an hour without a walkthrough. If we weren't trying to do all everything. But if you want to do the cool stuff, like, that's the thing. Like, a speed run doesn't capture the awesomeness of it. Like, you got to do, nah, exactly. you know, the training with, uh, 
Uhara, is that her name? Yeah, the and, warrior um, chick. And and you gotta do the like tightrope walking. Yeah. And you gotta do yeah. the, the cage the beast, cage beast. And yeah. you gotta go to wit. You know, well, he did wit and you gotta the, rob the house. The you gotta do the house robbery. Like there's just so many awesome things that if you rush through it, you're missing all those awesome things, you know? Yeah, well remember I said to you, he he used that glitch as well where you don't even have to go see the dervish. You just sell the beard because yeah, apparently you've the already dervish. got it. I'd just sit at the dervish for 10 minutes and have a catch-up yeah. chat. Yeah. You know, like, I love the dervish. He's the yeah. best. Yeah, so <laughs> there's things, yeah, you would miss. Because you wouldn't see the money changer then either because he didn't do that. No, he did the money changer. He did do that. Oh, well, the one I watched, he didn't. So it must have been a different one where he used the glitch for the beard thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe the one what I watched. Yeah, no, yeah. in this one, he goes to the money changer and then he goes to keep him laughing and just buys whatever he needs, rope and other stuff. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because this, yeah, well, because the one I watched, he just sold the beer to keep him laughing straight away and then bought all the stuff he yeah, needed and then went awesome. and did it. Yeah. So he didn't uh, have to do great. anything. Yeah. Such a good game. See, I should, we should play number one as well, just because um, you've played number one heaps, but I've only played it like the one time. You know, I, I'm oh, yeah, really not I've, familiar with that game. I, to be honest, I've probably played number one more than two in the last probably 10 years. You know what I mean? I have. I always I've played think two that so I'm, much. I love two. But I always think that I want to like import a character so i always start one yeah initially and then i don't end up playing two yeah i i still reckon it'd be so cool if we could like start playing through like just do like half hour sessions of like all the king's quests and all the police quests all the space quests, well larry's all the we just bought too. Leisure Suit larry's you know like like all yeah. the old sierra games man it'd be so cool yeah mixed up mother goose <laughs> yeah well i'm keen once i can set up the streaming stuff i'm keen to do it Totally, totally. I think that'd be really fun. Yeah, I think so. Cool. Anyway, let's talk about the news, man. I've talked about those games so much. I'm such a jerk. I always... Nah, it's fine. Always comes back to those it's games. It's fine. Well, oh, it's, it's just because episode 200 is coming up. Once we get to 201, <laughs> we'll never talk about them again for 50 episodes. Well, I was going to say, it's the same as we do on other episodes too, where we plan out a future episode. Because <laughs> we've done Yeah, we've exactly. Done Live, because we do no pre-show before yeah, exactly. we start recording. Yeah, yeah awesome. Fine. All right, well, yeah, so getting into the news, because there is a lot of news, because there was the EA well, You sent me some cool stuff, man. Yeah, so there was the EA Play. My highlight then... by far, I didn't reply to your thing, but I'm going to spoil this. My favorite by far was Pokemon Smile, the video in the the video you, you sent me, yeah, the yeah, keynote yeah. speech. Yeah. yeah. Was it called Pokemon Connect? Is that what it was called? Uh, no, oh, it's Pokemon... Called Pokemon something. Oh, hang on. I can't even. And Pokemon had the Presents. Date, had the date Pokemon on. Oh, Presents. I've got your messages right here. I can yeah, just Yeah, Pokemon Presents, it's called. Presents. Yeah, Pokemon Presents, yeah. 6, 17, 20. Um, yeah, about one minute in, they played the video of Pokemon Smile. And it's funny because I, I instantly shared it with a chick I work with because I thought it was so awesome. And then I later I went to show Candy and I realized what I shared wasn't the same thing as what's in the keynote speech. Yeah. So like the link they have in the description is to like a promo video. Yeah, yeah. But... In the keynote speech, it's like totally targeted at parents. It's like, yeah. have you ever been through this? Yeah. Like, yeah. is this a pain? Like, Dude, it's the best. Brushing teeth doesn't need to be not fun. Anyway, it was that was just amazing to me. I watched the whole Pokemon Presents, but um, well, it only went for seven minutes or something. My favorite thing about it was though, in the in the comments of the not of the conference, but of the actual video they linked to, I was reading them and people were talking about it. Do you want to read something about it first or should I just keep talking about it? No, it's okay because I've got If you haven't seen this yet, it's basically Pokemon, have the company, have released a new game. You can get it right now. It's a free app. As we speak. Free app. And uh, it's it's like an augmented reality game that you can put on for your kids or yourself if you're crazy. 
where the camera sees you and it puts Pokemon on your teeth and you have to brush them away yeah. off your teeth. I wouldn't so like, say crazy. I would say love Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, by crazy, I mean instead of it taking two minutes to clean your teeth, yeah. it'll take 15 minutes. But anyway, that was the awesome thing. In the comments, in the YouTube comments, it was so, there were so many funny comments. But um, the, the funniest comment to me was a person was like, Mom, son, what have you doing, been doing in the bathroom for the last five hours? And he's like, me with bleeding teeth and gums. Just brushing my teeth, Mom. <laughs> Brackets. Really trying to speed run Pokemon Smile. Yeah. <laughs> He's uh, trying to speed run the game. Well, He's got bleeding gums. It's funny you say that because... And, and nobody unit uses toothpaste. So somebody's like, uh, Nintendo, you forgot to tell these kids to use toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because... It's funny that you say that actually because... So it is great. My kids... It's made my kids want to clean Have you used it already? Oh my god, yeah, that's dude. insane! My kids, wow, have loved it, and and they never really? want to brush their teeth. They never want to do it, and now that is just crazy. tonight. I said it's time for bed. We got to brush our teeth, and Thomas was like, and I said, "Come on, you're gonna catch a Pokemon." He was like, oh! and he ran into the awesome. bathroom. So, how long did teeth cleaning take? Though, like twenty five minutes? Nah, dude, you can set it for like one minute, two minute, or three minutes. Okay. So we did it for two minutes to start with uh, yesterday with Thea. And two minutes yeah. is too long for the little kids. She ended okay. up with like toothpaste all down her chin and on her face. Yeah, that's what they didn't show in the video. Yeah. So <laughs> I changed it to a minute for the kids. Um, okay. But yeah, it's totally cool. It's totally fun. But at, as saying that, speed running it, every time we do it, Grace is like, can I do it again? I'm like, no, dude, you've cleaned your teeth. You don't need to yeah. do it again. <sighs> Anyway, so yeah. That's awesome. Um, All the kids will be brushing their gums away. Yeah, well, Candy, when she heard about it, was like, when I showed her the thing, she's like, oh, that's great. And I was like, what? And then my chick who I work with was the same. She's like, oh, that'd be great for my daughter. I'm like, what? Like, they obviously know who they're marketing it to, you know? Dude, it's totally awesome. As I said, my it kids hate cleaning their teeth, and now they want to do it, so it's the best. There you go. Yeah, fair enough. So, fair enough. thank you, Pokemon. <laughs> Good job. And free. And they didn't and charge you, a dollar Nintendo. for it. Yeah, exactly. It's totally great. could have charged a dollar for it. So, but of course, all they're doing is getting kids to love Pokemon from a young age, so they go buy Pokemon other products later. You know? Yeah, exactly. Well, even and older ones as well. Yeah. Yeah, they're just getting free fans. Yeah. So it makes sense why they'd make it free. Okay. So yeah. The so I have other Pokemon stuff go. as well. But seeing as we've talked about this now, we we may we might as well start with the Pokemon Presents. Sorry, that was just thing. the most novel thing. Like no, how often does a random game like that come out? You know? It's fine. So now that we've talked about it, here's here's the notes that I wrote down. So Pokemon Smile is uh, with Pokemon Smile, Pokemon continues to expand its app offerings for younger children by incorporating the world of Pokemon into the everyday task of brushing your teeth. The app is a unique new mobile experience for Pokemon brand that makes brushing your teeth a fun activity and encourages kids to develop good brushing habits. Pokemon Smile is available for download beginning today at no cost in the App Store and on Google Play. Uh, Pokemon Smile uses a mobile device's camera to observe the player's toothbrushing activity if the player skillfully brushes their teeth, they can defeat cavity-causing bacteria depicted in the game and then catch Pokemon. Actually, on a side note, Grace hasn't caught a Pokemon yet. Ah, uh, so she's getting depressed. Yeah, because she doesn't brush properly. And so it doesn't oh. get rid of the stuff okay. in the game to make she it so she can... the game the system. I remember Josh used to play Wii U running and he used to just do this. Yeah. well, like Wave it, his hand back and forwards while sitting on the couch. She mustn't move it in the right direction or something because Thea caught one the first time she did it and Thomas has caught two now because he's done it twice. 
Nice. And Grace well, Lucy's caught... much worse at brushing her teeth than our other two, and she's the oldest as yeah, well. Yeah, well, so. Grace hasn't caught both times now she's done it, so she's got a bit sad about it. So, yeah. Nice. Fair um, anyway, so it says the game will guide the user through the toothbrushing process, so each playthrough can help them brush all areas in their mouth. Parents can receive notifications from Pokemon Smile up to three set times per day that remind them that it's time for kids to brush their teeth. They can also set the duration of each toothbrushing session to be between one and three minutes based on the varying needs of children of different ages. The app is filled with elements to encourage the player to continue playing the game with the intent of slowly building a habit of brushing their teeth. Players will want to keep coming back to catch over 100 species of Pokemon in Pokemon Smile. Yeah, it's good that you're excited about it, but to me, I hear that and I'm just like, that is getting a healthy gambling addiction you know like it's true yeah you know what i mean like you it's you're and, getting a screen well, addiction and, like it's, and, it, i don't think about teeth cleaning I, it's really hard for me to see the upside man i don't know well Maybe and I'm just fill out their in-app pokedex they can also collect fun in-app direct decorative headwear to display on themselves virtually as they brush their teeth so you unlock yeah, stickers and stuff as well as you go mm. uh i don't know man as i said my kids hate brushing their teeth and we have an argument about it every single night and Mm. literally we started it yesterday and so tonight thomas started arguing with me and i went dude you gotta catch a pokemon he was like and he like ran into the bathroom so that's a win for me (laughs) yeah yeah oh well we'll keep an eye on it like with the uh switch exercising app yeah true it's true see how long till the novelty wears off well that's it i'll keep you posted but i guarantee you that my kids will keep using it Mm. i guarantee i'll be using it (laughs) Well, it lets you keep a picture too at the end. I can probably show you one of the pictures that they keep if you want. Hang on. Oh, yeah, either way. So you can see their Pokemon on their head and they get to decorate it with stickers and stuff. Can you see it? Yeah, I can see it. Oh, Thea's loving it. There you go. Yeah, it's great. Told you. So, and that, there's Thomas. Yeah, cool. And then, sat, well, Grace was doing it, but then she was sad at the end. So what are you doing with it? Are you just holding it or is it? have you got a stand for it? No, I just hold it. Say a couple of minutes. Anyway, moving on for the next stuff that they did. So, Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield expansion passes, the Isle of Armor. The first new adventure unlocked by the expansion passes takes place on the Isle of Armor, an island of the Galar region. Many Pokemon make this island their home, living freely amid the lush nature. The island is also home to a dojo for Pokemon battles where players and their Pokemon will train hard to become even stronger under Mustard, the dojo's master. In celebration of the launch of the Isle of Armor, a special Max Raid battle featuring the mythical Pokemon Zera Aura will be available in Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. Sorry if I said it wrong. Do you already have those? You just beat one of them recently, didn't you? Nah, dude. I've got the original game, but I didn't buy the expansion. Oh, okay. The ex- so I'll finish reading this, but I was going to talk about that after this. Okay. Uh, so if 1 million players around the world win this Max Raid battle from June 17th through June 28th, so you can still get on it for a little while longer. Trainers can receive a special shiny, that Pokemon, Zero Aura. Uh, the celebration continues in Pokemon Go, where Galarian Farfetch'd will make an appearance and players will receive special avatar items based on the clothing they can wear during their adventures on the Isle of Armor. So, in saying that, yes, no, I have not bought the expansions yet because for the one expansion, so not even because they're releasing two i'm pretty sure this is the first mm. one they're 45 dollars yep. crazy that's as much as the game nearly cost man the game was only 69 bucks jeez and yeah, i've heard 
I've read a few things about it. So apparently to play through this like thing, it's only mm. about 10 hours to finish it. Yeah, fair so I think, I think if you're a hardcore fan of Pokemon, you did be worth it just for the new Pokemon and well, stuff. Well, I'm, I'm really a hardcore so fan, but I'm not. I'm, I'll probably wait till it goes on sale. Yeah, fair enough. Because the the original game took me like twenty something hours. Mm, so mm. it's yeah, I don't know, but it seemed a bit steep to me. Mm, fair enough. Yeah. Alrighty, so the next one was probably one of the most exciting things that I had for the week is the new Pokemon Snap got announced. Oh, yeah, totally. That's a no-brainer purchase. So the new Pokemon Snap game for the Nintendo Switch system is based on its namesake, which was first released for the Nintendo 64 console in 1999. This game will take trainers... Was that... it 99? Yeah. Wow, I thought it was earlier than that. Crazy. Still, that's 11 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I finished high school in 1999. They could have done a like Pokemon Snap 2 on like the 3DS or something. You know what I mean? I know, totally. Because no, it had the camera and everything. Anyway, so this game will take trainers on an adventure to unknown islands overflowing with natural sites such as jungles and beaches where they can re- research various Pokemon in their natural habitats. They will take photos to make their very own in-game Pokemon photo decks, all while discovering new, never-before-seen Pokemon expressions and behaviours. Funny thing is, it does look very similar to the original game. <laughs> yeah. Very if they bring similar. out the Nintendo 64 Mini, yeah. I'd love it if it had Pokemon Snap. Do you reckon it would? Probably not. They wouldn't license it, eh? I don't, I don't see why not. It's all Nintendo I don't, and Pokemon. Like, I don't see why. Yeah, like, I guess. There's no reason why it couldn't be on there because they haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Companies wise, like you know how Goldeneye can't. That's why Goldeneye yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. get released and things like that. So yeah, they can't get the bond license. There's no reason why that can't be on it when they do mm. release it. So yes, that would be very exciting if they put it on oh, the 64. I'd consider buying it just for that. That yeah. was such a good game on 64. Well, I have that it on, and Mario Kart 64. I have it on the Wii U, and I love Banjo Kazooie, and I loved. Um, I actually loved. Was it Diddy Kong Racing? Yeah, Diddy Kong Racing was really good. It was awesome. Remember yeah. that game where you were uh, looking? There was the nest, and you got the eggs out of it. That multiplayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of the best multiplayer games I ever played. I reckon. Yeah, people still talk about Diddy Kong Racing being one of the better ones that they want it. It was awesome. Remastered yeah. for the Switch. They want it remastered. Yeah, people talk about it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't mind it. I'd give it a go. But yeah, yeah, yeah I'm Pokemon pretty Snap, sure. Awesome. Somebody, one of the Pokemon's eats another Pokemon. Everyone was talking about that in the comments as well. Oh really? I didn't see and the Pokemon it. Snap trailer, like like a Galapagos or something. Oh, I don't even remember oh, seeing that. He's a um a Magikarp. A Magikarp gets eaten. Oh, okay, I'll have to go back like, and watch Galapagos it again. Galapagos got to eat. <laughs> like it's like Magikarp just got scarfed. I'll have to go and watch it again. I didn't actually notice that. I oh, did. Everybody was commenting on that. It's like when somebody commented on it, there was like a million comments under that. Like you know, like two hundred comments underneath it. With everyone, oh, like, oh no, Magikarp! You know, nice. Yeah, I'll have to go back oh, and watch well, it again. It, yeah. That's all right. Because then, then somebody else... Because I think maybe the main comment was something like, um, did I just see Magikarp get eaten? Awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. I can't say. I, I think I was writing notes at the time, so maybe I missed yeah, it. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, I, I'm i pretty sure I have Pokemon Snap on the Wii U. Oh, do you? The, yeah, because they released it as a 64 game or whatever. Oh, that's awesome. So I'm pretty sure that I do. I'm not, I'll have to double check. But yeah. Cool. Yeah, I wonder if you could get it. Could you get it on Wii? Was it on the Wii store as well? No, I think Wii? it only came out on Wii U as Wii far U. as I remember. Yeah, okay. 
because I'm pretty sure that's what I bought it on. Because that because there was only a couple of things I bought on Wii U, and that was one of mm. them. And Super Mario World was another one of them. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, and I think I bought the Mario Galaxies as well because they got went on sale. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So anyway, so I've got a couple of things on there. Those on Switch would be awesome, except annoying because you'd have to take the two little um whatever they're called off. What do they call those things? The Joy-Cons. Joy-Cons. You have to take the Joy-Cons off. Yeah, well, if anything, if the old news that we've gone through in, in previous episodes anything go on, there's a few of those Mario games coming out remastered. Mm, sounds like it. Yeah, so hopefully that'll be awesome. If Switch is a good do. console for it, though, because it's portable. Switch is such a good console, man. Cause it's like high-powered, like compared to a 3DS, it's high-powered. and Yeah. You can put it on your TV if you want, but it's still got the old Wii compatibility, so you can play old Wii games because it's got the Joy-Cons. So, yeah. like... Yeah, and they Still probably in my mind. One of these days, I'm going to buy. I was going to say that's probably One that was probably days. a forethought for them where they were thinking that that yeah. people can eventually play Cause those. Because even like Wii Sport, I can't believe they haven't rebooted Wii Sport onto the Switch. Well, yet. I'm just thinking because they, they obviously would be thinking people will buy that again, like Hell they do yeah, with all their other again. stuff. So yeah, yeah. same same thing. Mm. Uh, alrighty, so not only a couple more things for the Pokemon presents presentation so pokemon cafe mix was the next one so pokemon cafe mix is a free to start game for nintendo switch systems and mobile devices starting today trainers can preload pokemon cafe mix in nintendo eShop, pre-order the app in the app store or pre-register the app on google play pokemon cafe mix is a unique i think just reading it oh so it doesn't have a date on here but i pre-ordered it on my phone and it's the 26th that comes out so my birthday so there you go. Cool. The cafe game, really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. It looks not that great. Yeah, so it's a, a unique puzzle game where players can link Pokemon icons together by swirling them around. To link yeah, icons... Yeah, it looks a bit Dr. Mario-y, the whole swirl around thing, like we are going to match colors I, or shapes. I really or... like Dr. Mario, so... Oh, really? I'm hoping okay. that it's fun. Yeah, you'll probably love this then. Yeah, I'm hoping that it's fun. Yeah, cool. So to link icons, players will need to grab a Pokemon icon and drag it next to another icon, the same Pokemon species. Icons will be cleared after they are linked together. The player will be the owner of the cafe that Pokemon visit, where they will work alongside Pokemon to prepare drinks and dishes for Pokemon customers by completing puzzles. Pokemon on the cafe's staff have special cafe skills that can be used to help complete puzzles. Once a puzzle is completed, the player can serve an order to a customer. The player can increase their friendship levels with Pokemon by serving them delicious drinks and dishes. As more puzzles are completed, the cafe can be upgraded by getting new tools or having new areas added, uh, and new Pokemon may come visit, lured in by different upgrades. So it sounds fun. I'll give it a go. Yeah, man. I'm, totally. I'm keen. Cool. And it's free too, and it obviously has in-app purchases and things like that, but yeah, I'm always, a, I'm always one for trying to get through those games without having to spend any money to see if you can. <laughs> no. So it'll yeah, be totally. interesting to see. Cool. And then the last one was a Pokemon Go thing, which uh, in collaboration with Niantic, the Pokemon company announced that Mega Evolved Pokemon will appear in the real world in Pokemon Go. Fans can look forward to experiencing a new take on Mega Evolution that takes advantage of Pokemon Go's unique gameplay. Uh, and then so to end that, at the end of it, it said another Pokemon Presents presentation will be held on June 24th. So that is what's today, 23rd. So tomorrow, another one. Yeah. So at the end of the one that I sent you, which you said you watched, you would have seen, he said that they have a big announcement. So we can only dream that it's the Pokemon MMO that they're going to release on Switch. 
I know. Imagine if that finally happened. Dude, it would be so amazing. I've been so talking amazing. about that since Pokemon Snap, dude. It would since be so Pokemon amazing. Snap. It's 24 years I've been talking about yeah. that. So it'll be interesting. I'm I'm keen to find out what this big, because they said it is a big announcement that they want to share, mm. which they didn't want to put in with this stuff. So I'm quite keen to see what it is. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like the hardware is good enough that they could do it. You know what I mean? Like it would be doable. Oh, I think they could because they've got the they've they've started the online play now with with yeah. the the old school stuff that they brought out. Yeah. And and Mario Kart and Splatoon and all those games mm-hmm. are all online now. So mm-hmm. I think they potentially could do it. So it would be it it would be so awesome if that's what it is. Oh, even if it's even if massive. it's a year away or two years away. To know Just the fact that you you finally getting confirmation that exactly it's in to know that it's coming that will be yeah awesome that'll be massive yeah cool all right so I'll go through all. I've got a few sort of single ones and then we'll end with the EA Play uh, cool. conference as well I reckon uh, so first one the UK charts have been released and The Last of Us Part Two is Sony's fastest selling game of the generation beating out Uncharted Four by one percent. It's worth mentioning that this is purely for physical sales, and if digital were counted, The Last of Us would have been likely further ahead. In comparison to the original game, launch sales have been 76% higher than the PS3 version. It's also the biggest launch for a game so far this year, with sales 40% higher than Animal Crossing New Horizons. Crazy. Yeah, so pretty awesome. Everyone that I've seen in my feeds and stuff, all my friends and things playing it, are mm. all saying that it's really good and they're loving it. So, cool. but as I said, try and avoid spoilers. So I'm not reading anything much into them when I see those posts. Nice. I'll have to try and like watch a let's play the first and second game this week so that I can like speak about it with authority next week. Yeah, you totally should. Well, as I said, that's why I wanted to play the first one last when I played. Well, there it already last week. be a full playthrough of it online, surely by now. Probably. I I've been seeing a lot of posts. Like I've got a lot of people I follow are streaming it at the moment and usually oh, okay. when I watch them I watch their stuff but I'm like I'm not watching that because I don't want to see it because I'm playing it yeah totally. so I'm not watching their stuff at the moment because I want to play through it first yeah. cool yeah uh, so it's been announced that PAX Australia 2020 will no longer take place the event was set to take place from October 9th to October 11th in a statement posted on the company's social media pages it was announced that the next edition of the event will now take place in 2021 uh, it's unclear at this point if it will fill its regular October slot in 2021 or if it will take place earlier. Now, in saying that, there was further news then in later in the week that said after the cancellation of PAX Australia, Penny Arcade has now announced PAX Online. The event is set to replace both PAX Oz and PAX West across September 12th until tw- September 20th. Uh, it will take place online for 24 hours a day and bring game reveals, hands-on demos, esports tournaments, and indie showcase, panels, other exciting events, but more importantly, the ability to bond with like-minded people and create new friends. Nice. 24 hours a day, though. You wouldn't want to be, have your slot at like 3 a.m., you know? <laughs> yeah, it's true. But Nobody's then... watching my game launch. Yeah. Oh, there'd be people watching it. Supposed to be like having a small booth at PAX, like people just walk past you compared to the huge booths, so it'd be the same equivalent. I imagine it'd be similar with like Comic Cons and stuff too, with the smaller independent mm. artists mm. where they just sort of get walked past and not looked at. Yeah. 
Uh, but exciting. So obviously, you could live your dream of finally going to PAX by going to the online version. I reckon I'll uh, I'll scope it out a little bit. I probably won't be okay. the three AM person, but still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it'll be nice to have it. And then I'm assuming that that physical one they were talking about that will be the October, like the next year one. You know what I mean? They'll yeah, yeah, back yeah. to physical again, hopefully, with all this mm. stuff going on. Hopefully, it's gone by then. Uh, alrighty, so then CD, CD Project Red has announced that fans will have to wait a bit longer to play Cyberpunk 2077. It has been delayed until November 19th. It was originally going to release in September. So on Twitter today, CD Project Red apologised for the delay and explained that the situation that led to Cyberpunk 2077's release date being pushed back nearly two months. The studio said in a tweet announcing the delay that all the content in the game is finished. However, because the game is so large and complex, CD Projekt Red wanted more time to iron out bugs and make sure all parts of the game are balanced and working properly. This isn't the first time Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed. Originally, it was planned to release in April of this year, but in January it was delayed until September and now it has been delayed again. Cyberpunk 2077 has had a long development cycle with the game first being announced back in 2012. Oh my god. Yeah. Craziness. It's crazy. Uh, I am looking forward to that game, but yeah, it's so uh, it's been we'll be waiting a little bit longer. A little bit longer. Uh so I put this next one in. It's it's not really game related, but we have talked about it and it is Mario related, so I wanted to bring it up because it's about the Lego Super Mario kits that we talked about. Mm. You know, the cool interactive ones? Yeah, I remember the video Yeah. Uh, and they, so, like, do stuff. Or they, they made sounds and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're, like, interactive Lego, basically. Yeah. Yeah, so the Lego Super Mario kits got announced some time ago now, but Lego has continually kept announcing packs that will launch in August alongside the starter pack. Just today, they have announced eight more expansion packs and 10 character packs, which means that you're going to be paying a lot if you want everything. And this is why I put it in. The character packs are actually blind packs, so you've got to factor that into the equation as well. So you might get three of the same thing in three packs. Goddamn Lego, they've always been a fleece. Yeah. So if you're wanting to pick up everything on day one, you're looking at way over $800. And that's without factoring in needing to buy multiple for character packs. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. You'd be better off just waiting for someone to buy it and buying it off eBay. Oh, dude. They'll sell it for more on eBay. You reckon? Yeah. That's what eBay's for. That's hectic, man. (laughs) Up marketing 200%. That's what eBay's for. Crazy. But, yeah, I just wanted to put that in because when I read that, I was like, God damn, because they do look cool. But... Yeah, that was super cool, but I'm not paying that. No 800 way. bucks if you want to collect everything. Like, serious, over, way over 800. Like, I reckon it'd be over a thousand bucks looking at what it is. It did have a yeah. price list of all the stuff that they've released so far. Yeah. And if you think about it, if that's just at launch in August. I oh, know. How much more are they going to release? How much more are they going to release? Exactly. They've got pretty much, not infinite, but like so mm. many different Mario games that they can pull from. Yeah to add content to that so yeah i yeah i pity pity the parent whose kids want to collect that stuff no totally yeah uh alrighty so we've been waiting forever for the new batman harry potter and rocksteady's new games to be announced and it looks like we might finally get some new announcements in august warner brothers has announced dc fandom which is an all-digital event that will show off film comic tv show and game announcements 
It's taking place on Sunday, August 23rd, and whilst nothing has been confirmed, it was rumoured that Warner Brothers games were scheduled to hold an E3 press conference this year, so no doubt they'll be looking to announce some games at some point this year. So yeah, I'm super excited for New Batman, and they've been talking about the Harry Potter one being like an open world game, mm. so that'll be really cool too, if that totally. gets announced. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Jamatsu is reporting that a new... Oh, bear with me. There's a few a few posts came out for this, so it's a little bit of a long out spiel, but uh, we get, we'll get there in the end. Uh, so that a new Crash Bandicoot game called Crash Bandicoot 4 It's About Time has been rated on the Taiwan ratings board. The rating says that the game is in development by Spyro Reignited Trilogy and developer Toys from Bob, uh, Toys for Bob, and will release on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Activision started teasing out a crash-related announcement today with several people in the industry uh, receiving a crash-related puzzle after the Taiwan ratings board leaked the title and box art for what appears to be the upcoming Crash Bandicoot game. Eurogamer and Jamatsu are reporting that the Crash Bandicoot 4 It's About Time release date as well as screenshots have both leaked. According to the leaked images uh, which come from 4chan, it seems that the game will release on October 9th. The screenshots don't tell us a whole lot about the game, but they do show off Crash Bandicoot, Dr. Neo Cortex, and some of the masks that are featured in the box art. Obviously, the game looks like a 3D platformer and looks quite colourful. Toys for Bob, the rumoured developer behind the game, has tweeted out that we'll know more about the game on June 22nd. So, after teasing the game, which, yes, this obviously was before I read further. So, after teasing the game late last week, Activision has now lifted the lid off Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time, which is releasing for PS4 and Xbox One on October 2nd. So, they were close because they said October 9th in the leak. So mm, Nice. Uh, so the game follows on from the story of Crash Bandicoot Warped, which is the one I recently just beat a couple of weeks mm. ago, uh, and is the first original entry into the Crash franchise in more than 10 years. The game will let you play as Crash Bandicoot, Coco, and Dr. Neo Cortex. The characters can wear quantum masks, which let you do things like stop time or change the law of gravity. The game will feature epic set pieces as well as massive boss battles, and we'll see Crash learn a few new platforming tricks along the way. We get our first look at the game in the forms of a trailer and a bunch of screenshots. So I did watch the trailer. I didn't send that to you, but I can if you want to check it out. Well, you can check yeah. it out. Uh, but it does look pretty cool. It it looks cool. like Crash Bandicoot. You know what I mean? Like it looks similar. Uh, yeah. It is very colorful, and the worlds do look a little bit different to the the first three that I played. So yeah, uh, I think it'll be cool. I'm I'm looking forward awesome. to it. Speaking of old things, you just reminded me, I just read a piece of news earlier today about how um, the guy who founded Rode Microphones, you know, Rode oh, yeah. Microphones, like I yeah, use yeah. Rode Microphone while I'm recording this, and uh, I've, I've used, I've probably owned 10 different Rode mics over the last, you know, two decades. Yeah, well, you wore and, that hat um, for a million years. I still have that hat. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and um, anyway, so he, um, they just made a press release today, and he just bought, like a day or two ago, he just bought the guitar that Kurt Cobain played at MTV Unplugged. Oh, wow. He bought it at auction. Awesome. Guess how much he bought it for? I don't the know. reserve was one million bucks. Guess how much it oh, cost? Okay. I don't know. $6.1 million. Jeez. Highest, that was a record for the most money ever spent on a guitar. Wow, that's at awesome. $6.1 million bucks. But guess what he's going to do with it, man? He's going to take it, like, around the world. They're going to, like, tour, like, do road. Because they would do, like, the road 
tour around the world, but they like show off road mics and other technology and stuff. Yeah. But they're going to tour with the guitar to like all cities around the world. And like all the money they raise, like 100% of the profits they raise from that tour is going to go to like artists, like performing arts and um, awesome. like, like mental health organizations. Yeah. Because like, yeah. they're saying like with COVID, all these artists have no support whatsoever because all the venues are shut down they can't play yeah. like, that's so awesome yeah that's so great so Kurt Cobain's guitar is coming to Australia which I'm sure a lot of Americans won't be happy about but um, I, like what an awesome thing it could have just been bought by some private collector who never let anyone see it whereas now it's going to like everyone's going to get to see it, it. Like, yeah that's, that's so great awesome. so yeah that's exciting but can you imagine that 6.1 million bucks for a guitar he's obviously, <laughs> obviously making good money on those microphones well it was a beautiful guitar at the time because they did MTV Unplugged when was that like 91, 92, something like that. We died in 92, didn't he? No, no, I died in 94. I was at 94. Okay. Well, yeah. Whenever it was, like early 90s. And, um, but the guitar was like a Martin. It was a 1959 Martin. Yeah. So it was already a like super old guitar. Yeah. So, so it's like a 70 year old guitar. Is that, am I doing maths right? Or is it 60 year old? 60 year old. Cause like yeah. 59 is like 1960 and now it's, 20 so there yeah seriously old guitar but yeah super awesome. exciting anyway as i said I saw a photo of him holding the guitar i think he was pretty happy about it because he said when he saw it was going up for auction he's like i knew this is a once in a lifetime opportunity like it's never going to go on sale again in his lifetime yeah so he bought it yeah that's great as i said though obviously making that good uh microphone money then oh yeah totally like i said he wouldn't even <laughs> blinked about it and because of the tour like the profits are going to get donated, but like the tour will cost a lot of money and it'll promote their products and they'll sell a lot of road products. You know yeah, what I mean? It's true. Which, yeah, yeah. So I don't know how that'll work. You know what I mean? Like they'll still get the road profits from the road mics, but whatever other merch or whatever they sell, I guess. I, I don't know how it'll work. But well, either way, I just think it's cool that he's using the guitar to promote mental health when you think like Kurt Cobain had massive mental health issues. Yeah, of course. You know? so, yeah. Oh, well, good, 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 uh, good spiel, Road. Feel free to uh, sponsor us if you would like to. Oh, totally. I'll take a sponsorship. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I've certainly paid them a lot of money over the years. But I mean, they do make good quality stuff. Yeah. Admittedly, course. one thing of theirs I have, which I hate, and the, the stuff all has 10 year warranties. I've just never sent it back. Actually, I've had two of their mics die on me, which is annoying uh, after nowhere near 10 years. But they have a 10 year warranty. That's insane, you know, because like, that was after one year. No, that's not true. My lab mic that I bought, I used like twice and it broke. So, and I've just got oh, it sitting sad. here to send back. And I've had it now since like 2014. So that's six years out of my yeah, 10. You still got that. I haven't sent it back. But I just can't use it. It's crap absolute trash worst mic ever bought then my other road mics like my original road video mic i still use regularly and my nt1a here is amazing and i've had that for almost 10 years so no yeah. i've had it for over 10 years and it's still beautiful you're hearing me talk through it right now so yeah. you know i think it's just one of those things like i obviously just got a dud lab mic and i never sent yeah. it back like i should have because i was lazy yeah and at the time i mean i was making a lot of money doing production work well and so similar. I was just like i'll just buy another mic and i did and yeah. so my broken one's just been sitting there well, similar to Nadine with her iPhone that we replaced twice. Yeah. Sometimes you just get thuds. I mean, it's technology. That's just the nature of it. You know? Yeah. But anyway, I should have sent it back and I didn't. But back to uh, Crash. I think that's actually really cool. I think that's going to, like, even if it's not that great a game, I just think it's amazing that they're back making new games for it, you know? I think it will be. Re- I From watching the trailer, it looks like it will be really fun. And it looks like it will be more Crash, which obviously there's um, people wanting that. So well, I the think... fact that they've just done the remasters too, I think means that it pro- they probably won't make it that crap. You know what I mean? Like the developers yeah. aren't going to be phoned in. Then it's like they'll have something to prove and yeah. they'll try and, and make a good game. And, well, and they you know, know like for the years they released Sonic games and they were just trash. And yeah. It was just because it didn't matter. They was like, oh yeah, we got the next Sonic license. Like nobody cared. Like yeah. the license was just trash. Yeah, all those Sonic games have kind of gone downhill a little bit. Oh yeah, tell me yeah. about it. 
But I mean, ones. like, yeah, like Sonic CD and stuff. I was like, ugh, yeah. terrible. The the best one yeah. I've played so far that's come out recently was that Sonic Mania, and it's because it was yeah, like an that. old school remaster. Not a remaster, I've but I've gone to was... buy it so many times because it's on my Steam wish list. So every time it goes on sale, I go, ooh, is this worth $9? You know, and I won't pay $9 for Dude, it. Dude, if you had it told me you wanted to play it, I have it on the Switch. Oh, there. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so I'll, you can play, or you can play it. I'm when pretty you come sure visit. I only added it to my wish list because you told me about it, man. Yeah, well, you can you know? play it when you come visit as well because I've got it on the PS4 as well. Yeah, kill. Cool. So you can have a go. We'll have to like just go through the Steam list and just like play everything in the list because I have so many games now because of just bundles and stuff. Stuff I've just never yeah. looked at, like indie games. Yeah, I do uh... think we should play Celeste though. A lot of people recommended that. Okay, well, I have that on the Xbox, so we can play that on the Xbox. Yeah, cool. Yeah. All right, sweet. Anyway, let's keep moving. So what was the next piece of news? No worries. So the last one before EA Play, uh, Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory revealed for Switch launches in 2020. Uh, So remember the Theatrhythm series from Square Enix on Nintendo 3DS? You probably don't. (laughs) (laughs) Which let you relive some of Square's I remember the original Kingdom Hearts on PS2, though. I played that heaps. And I've still got a uh, little figurine of Sora that I bought from, like, Woolworths. Oh, yeah, nice. On my desk at work. Yeah, nice. Well, so this will, uh, so we'll ch- let you relive some of Square's best music as a rhythm game. That formula is seemingly being uh, getting a surprise revival with a major franchise on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation Four, and Xbox One with Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. Is apparently a new rhythm game in the franchise with a massive amount of songs to choose from, and it will release worldwide in 2020. Many characters from the Kingdom Hearts series appear as playable characters. Depending on the stage, Disney characters will appear as guests and lend you their strength. The game features a massive catalogue of over 140 songs, including Kingdom Hearts series music, Disney music, and more. Enjoy rhythm-based action through unforgettable music. There are four play modes, including online battles, which specific gameplay details are hard to come by at the moment. Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory seems like a more three-dimensional take on theatrhythm. It's a really weird word. T-H-E-A-T-R-H-Y-T-H-M. It's a weird word. Uh, with maybe a bit of guitar here. theater rhythm? Like, like you go to a cinema like theater? Is that what it is? It, yeah, I don't know. Because, yeah, like it's kind of like... Well, I don't know. It. I didn't hear you spell it. I just spell it too quick. So T-H-E-A-T R-H-Y-T-H-M Theatrhythm. Yeah, so yeah, like so it's like theatrical event. Like I guess. Theatrhythm. Yeah. I'll I'll theatrism. have to send you the trailer for it. It's cool. It's actually in okay. Japanese. So yeah. um it got all this 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 news that I got the article from was translated from someone translating it. So that's okay, where all the cool. information came from. But it looks fun. So yeah. I think um I think it would be I fun think off the back of like Beat Saber being so hugely successful, it just makes sense that those kinds of games that come back into yeah, you know popularity. Yeah, so I'll um, keep an eye on that because that's supposed to be this year. So I'll keep Sweet. an eye out for that. Um, alrighty, and then so that's said, the first half of our episode out the way. Now let's talk about every game announced at the EA Play event. It's actually <laughs> it's actually not that big because it only went yeah, for about an hour and something man. as well. Yeah, so it's not it's not a huge. It wasn't a huge thing. Mm. Uh, but we'll just get into it. So. Apex Legends will be headed to Steam and Nintendo Switch later this fall alongside full cross-play with PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. That's cool that they figured that out. It is, yeah, because pretty much I think most games will get it now, mm. so it's nice. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is awesome. good too because I have the new, the the remastered like Call of Duty Modern Warfare mm. on PS4, but all the boys have it on Xbox. Nice. So I can play with them now 
and not have it's to worry great. about it. So it's good. Totally. Yeah. Uh, so Respawn Entertainment explained Lost Treasures, the latest collection event headed to Apex Legends, arriving on June 23rd, 2020. It will see the return of Ahmed and Dangerous Evolved, the limited mode that only allows snipers and shotguns. It will also introduce a mobile respawn beacon that each player will have at the start of each match. Be careful, however, because the respawn stations across the map will be gone. A new area, Crito's map room, will give players a new look at what motivates Crypto. Oh, it's Crypto, not Crito. Crypto. There will be. <laughs> there will also be exclusive mm-hmm. content and cosmetics that can be earned by completing challenges. I have only played Apex Legends like once, mm-hmm. and it was fun, but I didn't. I, I haven't really just because it's not it's not my type of game really, so yeah. I I would like to sit down and have a proper go of it and just play, like for a couple of hours just to sort of get a good go of it. Um, yeah. it's similar to like Overwatch though, where you pick a character and you sort of have a role to play, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where there's like a tank and defense and and healer and stuff like that. So, because don't get me wrong, because I really enjoyed Overwatch, so I think I would enjoy Apex once I actually learnt the mechanics and learnt how to play. Yeah, Cause yeah. Because it's, it's done really well and it's very popular and it's a very popular streaming game. So maybe I'll just sit down and watch a few streams first and then have a go at playing myself. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, all right, so next one was a quick one. EA announced that Sims 4 base game and packs are now available on Steam. Not much else to say about that. Nice. Uh, Hazel Light's Joseph Ferris... Uh, I don't know if I pronounced that wrong right, so bear with me if I got it wrong. Uh, announced It Takes Two. So he, uh, the studio's next game following Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons and A Way Out. Uh, so I've played A Tale of Two Sons and I've talked about it on the show. Uh, and I really want to play A Way Out and I've got it in the cupboard. But it's kind of a game where you need to play with two people because oh, okay. each person controls one of the characters. Yeah, and in a in a brothers a tale for two sons, it's similar as well where there's two characters. I did actually play that by myself though, so you can get around it, I think. Yeah, uh, but I haven't actually tried with a way out, so we could potentially sit and play that for a while if you wanted to while you're here. Anyway, Maybe. another day. Uh, we so always get this one into watching is, the kids. That's a killer. When I think about big time commitments, it's just like oh no. It's, it's apparently it's a, it's about six hours to beat it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so this one is a co-op action-adventure platformer that will blow your mind away. It takes two, follows a child whose parents are divorcing. To cope, she creates imaginary versions of them who must work together to make it through the story. Uh, it Takes Two is scheduled to be released in 2021. So I think that was pretty much the only... That was the only announcement from what I can see that actually was announced for next year. So everything else oh, okay. potentially is supposed to be coming this year. Cool. Uh, alrighty, so then the studio behind Faye, Zoink Games, announced Lost in Random, uh, a game that takes place in the world of Random, a dark kingdom where every citizen's future is determined by a roll of a dice. Oh no, there you go, this one. In 2021, follow the tale of Evan and her sidekick Dicey to play the odds and break the curse. So this is another 2021. So there you go. Nice. Uh, alrighty, so then Rocket Arena, the competitive third person, three versus three hero shooter that is all about using rockets to literally blow up the competition will be released on July 14th. We also have a preview of Rocket Arena in which we say we are very cautiously optimistic about Rocket Arena. 
Its unique gameplay mechanics stand out from other third-person hero shooters, and the arena of 3v3 fights is actually quite fun. Uh, Nick mm. actually posted about this. He's, please try this instead of Fortnite, please. Well, he <laughs> he um, Nick posted about this and said they've got the thing that this person was talking about in their thing as well. So he said he's going to have news on it once he plays it as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I think they have the the code or whatever preview code or whatever it is for it. Yeah. So I'm interested to see. It looks okay. It does look yes like another one of those sort of arena battle. Yeah. Type games. Uh, so I don't know if I will play it that much, but mm. we'll see how we go. Uh, all right. So EA Motive revealed gameplay of its upcoming game, Star Wars Squadrons, a game that takes place after Star Wars The Return of Jedi. Featuring both single player and multiplayer, Star Wars Squadrons aims to be the greatest Star Wars pilot game ever. Really? See, that's huge. It is huge. And uh, it looks really cool. You should check it out if you yeah. haven't looked at it already. Uh, cool. So the campaign have will have players assuming the role of both a New Republic pilot and Imperial fighter pilot as part of the Vanguard and Titan squadrons. Prospectively, multiplayer will include modes like dogfight, uh, an all-out 5 vs 5 battle, and the signature mode, fleet battles. Fleet battles feature multiple phases and begins in a social hub that allows for strategic planning. Then players will enter a battle that begins with a dogfight in the middle of the map, it then transitions to one of the teams attacking the enemy's medium-sized capital ship before finally taking the battle to the enemy's flagships. Star Wars Squadrons will be released on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC on October 2nd, 2020, uh, with full crossplay and VR support for PS4 and PC. Uh, oh, and there are no microtransactions. Hey, that's so, yeah. cool. Uh, I realized reading that date that they're going to be competing with the new Crash game because it was October 2nd as well. Totally, yeah. I think this one will win out because it's, yeah, it looks really awesome. You should check it out. But you should also check out the Crash trailer too because it looks cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, cool, this man. looks fun. Similar, in fact, that it's a multiplayer game, so I probably won't play a lot of it, but I'd like to try it because yeah. it does look really cool. And the fact that you can play in VR as well. Oh, yeah, totally. So that'll be interesting because if you can play VR in multiplayer, like if you if you get a squad together, like if I play with the boys and It'd I'm be on awesome. VR and they're all playing yeah. on consoles, I think that'll be interesting. Oh, big time. Uh, alrighty, so then quick one. EA Sports gave fans a look at Madden 21 and FIFA 21 in action. Similar to what they show in general, yep. Yeah, they just got the 2020 versions. You don't want to know about the 2021s. I did. Well, it's funny you say that because I did end up using some of that money that Robbie gave me. I did buy Madden 20, so I haven't had a go yet, but I'm keen to give it a try. Totally. Well, we should totally have at least one game of that when I come down. Yeah, I'm keen. And FIFA as well. Yeah, we should do both. Yeah. We can set it up in this room, so then when the kids go to bed, we can be noisy and, and muck around and potentially even stream it if we figure out how to do it. Totally. Watch this space, we say. Uh, so then EA gave viewers around the world a glimpse of what such games as Dragon Age, Battlefield, Need for Speed, and a new project by EA Motive will look like running on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and high-end PCs. That pretty much explains itself. Yeah, just sort of showed new stuff that's coming out that we can potentially just be looking forward to. Mm. Uh, so then Cuz Parry and D-Ran Chung announced that a new skate game is really early in development. 
this 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 was one of the biggest announcements that people took away from this. Uh, so yeah. Skate Three was released in 2010, and fans have been clamoring for a new entry. It appears they'll get their wish. Yeah, so everyone's really excited about that, and I think it's interesting that this now got announced just as the Tony Hawk remaster has been announced recently. Yeah, nice. So there's that competition. Big time. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing is, EA announced that seven games will be released on Nintendo Switch this year. Uh, EA has only discussed Burnout Paradise and Apex Legends, but expect more announcements in the future. And that was it. So it was pretty quick. Like, yeah. not not as sort of long-winded and stuff as the E3 ones, I guess. Mm, totally. Uh, but I find this nice and just quick and to the point and... Like it was a really Beats good conference. A three hour episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but this was a really good conference too. Like where usually mm. they focus on the sport games and stuff, where yeah. that's like that niche market where there's those people who play those games and nothing else. Yeah, yeah, totally. Whereas they didn't focus on that at all this time. The the Madden and FIFA thing that they showed only went for like three minutes, and then that's everything awesome. else was the focus. So it was nice. Yeah, to... cool. And don't get me wrong, I like the sport games, and I know that people love playing those sport games. But it was nice mm. to just have some focus on story-based games coming out instead. For sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that was it. It was a good week for news. And I'm sure, as awesome, we've man. said now, that there'll be a few more things over the next couple of weeks with um, yeah, totally. with different conferences and things happening as well. Awesome. Yeah, cool, man. Sweet. All right. Well, do you want to take us out? Yes, I can do that. So if you're listening to this and have not yet subscribed to us, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for Walking Through Games, find our little logo there, and click that subscribe button. Uh, If you like what you hear, give us a five-star review just to get our ratings up and and get us to for more people to see us. Uh, If you want to check out our website, it's walkingthroughgames.com. All our social stuff is facebook.com slash walking through games and Instagram and Twitter are WTG underscore podcast. Uh, we've got our YouTube channel is walking through games and we've got our Twitch channel, which hopefully, as I said, we will hopefully get some stuff up soon, uh, is walking through games as well. So you can find us that way too. Nice one. Yep. Cool, man. Awesome. Well, episode 200 next week. I'm sure it'll be like, just like any other episode, but anyway. Well, I'm hoping that I will beat The Last of Us 2 and I'll be able to talk about that more. But then cool. well, I still can't spoil it, so. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, you can give it a score. I can probably predict what it's going to be at this point. but Dude, I can, I can predict what it's going to be already too because yeah. it is amazing already. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Cool, man. All right, sweet. Well, good talking to you, dude, and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. No worries. See Thanks, you guys. guys.